From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Graham VK4BB with the national news for week commencing September 23, 2018. WIA secures special event call sign VI to GB. WIA President on your ABC. WIA's Casey Castro calls for help on the marketing group of the WIA. WIA Director Marcus, Victor Kilo 5, WTF and board comment. These stories and more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. Now, most listeners to this, the WIA National News Service, would be well aware we are not alone. In South Africa, the SARL have a weekly broadcast, as does the RSGB in the UK and the ARRL and Amateur Radio Newsline in the USA. We at WIA National News regularly exchange items we feel may be of interest to the wider ham community and vice versa. Over the past 10 years or so, we, for want of a better term, mainstream ham radio news services, have been most appreciative of the services of the UK's Southgate Amateur Radio Club's news service. For those who, like myself, have spent a lifetime in the media, would easily equate this Southgate service to AAP, UPI, Reuters news pools and other wire services. But, like many amateur services to we hams, it's actually one chap who's kept this service flourishing – making it a one-stop shop for news. That person, Richard, G4TUT. Over the past few weeks, Richard has been hospitalised several times and our thoughts go out to G4TUT of Southgate News for a speedy recovery. Your WIA president on your ABC. Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey was invited for a 10-minute slot on ABC local radio Hobart to talk on all manner of things tank turrets to tank circuits, the moon to radio artists, the kind of activities Reist is famous for at their regular amateur radio local experimenters night. Joel Rydberger of the ABC is the host, and you can hear Joel and Justin at about the 10-minute mark into the link in this week's text edition. ABC Radio Hobart and across Tasmania. A very good evening to you. My name is Joel Rydberger, your host for Statewide Evenings. This evening on the program, we are going to have some fun. That's the plan anyway. What happens when a bunch of electronics experts get together just to experiment? Well, apparently, they receive signals from the moon. Justin Giles Clark is with the Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania. He's also president of the uh, Wireless Institute of Australia. Hello, Justin. How are you? Hello, Joel. So what sort of people come to your Wednesday night gathering? Oh, a whole range of people, and they they can be um, IT people, they can be non-IT people. We've got a couple of uh, of women who come along who are, are, are radio artists. <laughs> Ra- radio artists? What does that mean they're doing? Well, they use radio in their yeah. artworks. Fantastic use. They were uh, in the uh, Mona Dark Mofo and Mona Foma presenting uh, along the, the bike path um, using radios. So, um, so radio communication, like walkie-talkie style or, or well, broadcast style? Like broad, broadcast style, you could take your radio along and listen to these various artworks as you walked along the um, the bike path. Oh, so. the artworks themselves transmitted. Correct. They, they've got a, uh, I, th- I think there's a uh, presentation, an art piece that's being done in Shepparton in Victoria where there's a radio in a car that is transmitting uh, artwork, uh, so soundscapes, and they're basically driving around Shepparton. So, 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> transmitting this, and as the car goes past, you hear it, very low power. So I mean, you'd very... have to be tuned in for it, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, And well, And true. so you'd probably get, what, static, and then you'd hear uh, it come the in, signal it, come in and fade away. Fantastic. Wow. And, and the story as it, as it goes past you. And you end up with a, with a whole convoy of people following it so they can hear <laughs> the entire story going on. Well, true. <laughs> what were you listening to from the moon last week? Okay, um, last week we were listening to what's called a beacon, which is a signal that's transmitted, in this case, from Germany. And being broadcast to the moon how? Okay, through a very large dish, a 7.3 metre dish in the backyard of an amateur uh, radio operator in Germany. <laughs> And he transmits a, a signal, so it's a digital signal, so it's, it's not voice, you're not hearing voice, you're hearing a, an actual computer-generated signal. And we're actually receiving, so we've got a dish here, a small Ostar-like dish, so a small um, dish that you see on most people's roofs, Yep, yep. pointed uh, with a tripod and everything at the moon, and we keep tracking the moon as it goes across the sky. Um, and that's connected to a, a radio and a computer. And we decode that signal, so you actually see um, the German signal coming through on the on the decode. And, so. and it is actual radio waves they're sending out. Is well it? and truly, well and truly, it's <laughs> microwave radio waves, so really high uh, high frequency radio waves, up in uh, in, in technical term, ten gigahertz, so yep, yep. way way up. And uh, yeah, we're we're receiving that on a on a receiver that can receive that frequency, and then into a computer, and that's decoded, and we magically see a call sign appear, and we know that we've received the beacon. A good promotion of amateur radio for the non-amateur listener. Hi everyone, my name is Casey Castro, and I am the chair of the new marketing group for the WIA. We are currently looking for volunteers to head up our digital marketing and media group. So anyone with some digital marketing, media, SEO experience, please contact us at marketing at wia.org.au. We look forward to hearing from you. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Hello, this is Marcus VK5 Whiskey Tango Foxtrot with this week's board comment. Sometimes it's hard to find good topics, but this past fortnight has been crazy. Last week the board voted to formalise a rigid complaints process. This is to ensure all complaints are tracked from start to finish and also create a process to escalate complaints as well as other recommendations. This came after a recent review of the complaints process. More information can be found on the WIA website. The ACMA released their five-year Spectrum Outlook, and unfortunately, due to a high demand for Spectrum, Australian amateurs will not have access to 60 metres in the near future. Overall, no Spectrum was added, and more importantly, no Spectrum was lost. This has been a great outcome for our bands, with pressure from 5G and Internet of Things, so make sure you're out there and you use it. And last week, I was out camping in a place where I've fallen in love with the Zero Noise floor, and I was really happy to hear that the band's being used nearly 24 hours a day, but there's plenty of Spectrum out there for more users, so let's prove that we deserve the Spectrum we have. And on the weekend just gone, the WIA had two representatives at the IARU Region 3 Conference, Peter Young, VK3MV, and WIA Director and Vice President, Greg Kelly, VK2GPK. The first day covered a few topics, but the one that got my attention was the recent success in engaging and retaining young amateurs by having events organised by young people, something we should all think about if we're trying to engage youth. On day two, attendees were split into two groups, one covering policy and the second covering technical and operational tasks. I think most of us know which one we'd prefer to be in, and the WAA chaired the first, policy. 
Bandplan's also received an update, with 15 metres getting a satellite segment. This will soon trigger an update of the Australian band plans, and rest assured, we will be asking for community input. And finally, the WIA has secured the special event call sign Victor India 2 Golf Bravo to celebrate 100 years since the first contact between Britain and Australia. This is a complimentary call sign to GB2VK and is compatible with standard format call signs. Clubs wishing to get access between the 25th of September and the 21st of October should follow the link in the text of this broadcast and follow the instructions. This is VK5 Whiskey Tango Foxtrot going clear and listening. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, RAC, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News from New Zealand, FM frequency malfunction. Southgate News are reporting that motor car remotes on the inappropriate 433.920 MHz frequency caused malfunctions. Dozens of people have been locked out of their cars in the central business district of Invercargill, New Zealand because car remotes malfunctioned in the presence of nearby radio signals. Dozens of car owners turned up to motor dealerships reporting that their car remotes had been malfunctioning. They were unable to lock or unlock their cars and some were even unable to start their vehicles with their car remotes. Ministry of Business Innovation and Employment Radio Spectrum Management said it was contacted by Invercargill Police who said there was a significant number of people getting replacement batteries for car remotes because they were not working. An RSM compliance officer provided advice to police on what frequency it was likely to be and a police technician tracked it to a legitimate repeater on top of the Menzies building. A search of the radio frequency licence register shows amateur radio operator Zulu Lima 4 Delta Echo holds the licence on behalf of amateurs to transmit on 434.050 MHz. Amateurs have primary use of the frequency range 433.05 to 434.920 MHz. Remote controls, such as those in car door remotes, operate within the short-range device notice and have secondary use of the same frequency range, 433.050 to 433.920 MHz. So both parties are legally allowed to transmit on the frequency. The repeater is currently off, while ZL4DE, the license holder, works with RSM to find a solution. News from Nepal, the Union of Asian DX's Facebook page from the 13th of September reports that Radio Nepal is back on shortwave after six years by adding 5005 kHz to augment its national transmission grid broadcasting on medium wave and FM. According to a station official, Radio Nepal resumed shortwave broadcasts from 0200 to 5pm Nepali time using a 10 kilowatt transmitter in Kathmandu. The same source said the station is applying very low power. By all accounts, 5005 kHz is a difficult DX catch for listeners outside of Nepal. Nepal is 5 hours and 45 minutes ahead of UTC. From the African continent, Ethiopia and Somaliland, two 40-metre broadcast intruders gone, IARU Region 1 monitoring system reports. The IARU Region 1 Monitoring System, IARUMS, reports that two long-time broadcast intruders on 40 metres are gone. 
IARUMS coordinator Wolf Haddell, Delta Kilo 2 Oscar Mike, said in the IARUMS newsletter that Radio Hargisa in the Republic of Somaliland on 7.120 MHz and Radio Ethiopia on 7.140 MHz departed the band during the last week of August. IARUMS did report increasing military traffic on 7 and 14 MHz, especially on digital modes from Russia and China. In addition, a wide band over the horizon radar in China has caused serious problems on 20 metres, while an Iranian radar on 28.860 MHz could be heard under sporadic conditions. German telecommunications authorities have filed a formal complaint. Hadel said a Russian Navy system believed to be in Moscow appeared on 7.182 MHz in F1A, a 200 Hz shift, identifying as RDL. German telecommunications authorities were notified. Hadel also reported childish behaviour by amateurs in western and eastern Ukraine insulting each other or playing music every day on 7.055 MHz lower sideband. Some sobering news from the UK. 992 UK amateurs die each year. How is this unbelievable statistic arrived at? Following a Freedom of Information request, Ofcom has now issued what is believed to be the correct figure for the number of individual radio amateurs in the UK. Golf 3, Romeo X-Ray, Quebec made several FOIs to Ofcom to try and find out how many hold one or more amateur licences, Ofcom said. As of the 1st of July 2018, I can confirm that the total number of individuals holding one or more current UK amateur radio licences is 75,660. This figure enables an estimate to be made for the number of radio amateurs who die each year. It is believed the RSGB has about 19,000 UK members who are licensed amateurs. This is about 25% of total UK amateurs. From an analysis of the silent key column in 2015, Radcom, it would appear that about 248 licensed UK RSGB members are dying each year. This suggests that maybe in total some 992 UK amateurs die each year. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. October 6, Worldwide Oceania Dex Contest. October 11, 12, Worldwide Silicon Isle. Not so much a contest, but an exercise. 2019, August 17, 18, Worldwide IWLW. Through the Dex window, Australia, VI. Celebrating this year's World War I Armistice Day Centenary, on air November 3 to 15, will be VI6 PAX. IW5 ELA will operate mainly CWS7 Q7 ELA till the 26th of September. All QSOs will be confirmed automatically via the Bureau. Tina HB0DL5YL and Fred HB0DL5YM are active from Liechtenstein to the 6th of October. They will operate CW, some SSB and RITI during the CQWWDX RITI contest. QSL via the home calls, either direct or via the Bureau. DL4APJ and DJ2AX are active as JW-DL4APJ and JW-DJ2AX from the JW5E club station in Longyearbyen, Svalbard, EU026 to the 25th of September. QSL via the home calls. DL5APJ and DJ2AX. HA3JB is active as 8Q7IP from the Maldives, AS013 till September 30th, operating CWSSB 
Ritty and FTA on the 6 to 80 metre bands and will participate in the CQ WW Ritty contest. QSL via HA3JB. G4EDG is active as ZD9CW from Tristan de Kuna, AF029, to the 22nd of October. CW Ritty with some SSB on the 15 to 40 metre bands and possibly 80 metres. QSL via Logbook of the World or via LZ1JZ. Ofcom issues M5 prefix calls again. The Twitter feed of the RSGB Youth Committee reports its chair, Mike Jones, has now got the full licence call sign M5PMJ. Mike first got his foundation licence in 2011, later upgrading to 2E0MLJ. In August he was in South Africa for youngsters on the air, where he did a two-day HRIC course and took the 90-question exam. He passed, and on returning to the UK, submitted a paper application along with their South African HRIC certificate to Ofcom, asking for the call sign M5PMJ. Ofcom issued the licence on September the 6th. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Bruce, VK3 FFF from sunny Bendigo. Worldwide special interest groups, DRM. Russia proposes to use DRM on 65.9 to 74 megahertz. On the 11th of September 2018, it was reported that the Russian Federation proposes to use the digital DRM Plus standard for broadcasting on the radio frequency bands 65.9 to 74 MHz and 87.5 to 108 MHz. This has the potential of being a major source of interference to radio amateurs using the 4 metre band 70 MHz in Central and Eastern Europe. As secondary users of this part of the spectrum, radio amateurs will have no choice but to live with any interference, especially during the summer sporadic E season. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Final Frontier Japanese billionaire Yusaku Meizawa signed with SpaceX to fly around the moon on the company's next-generation rocket, CEO Elon Musk announced this week. Mizawa will attempt to be the first to return to the moon in nearly 50 years, launching aboard a big Falcon rocket, BFR, which SpaceX is developing. The trip is expected to be launched in 2023. Ever since I was a kid, I've loved the moon. It's always there and continues to inspire humanity, said Meizawa, one of the richest people in Japan who made his fortune as the founder of online retailers Start Today and Zozo Town. To be clear, this is dangerous. It's not a sure thing. There are some chances things could go wrong, Musk reiterated. He refused to reveal the amount Meizawa paid for the mission, saying he was not disclosing the amount, but he's paying a very significant amount of money. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Lighthouses Hams are mourning the loss of a long-time amateur who was as devoted to lighthouses as to radio, as Kevin Trotman, N5PRE, reported to AR Newsland. Just as Jim Wadner K2JXW showed his devotion to historic beacons of safety for maritime travellers when he founded the Amateur Radio Lighthouse Society 
A-R-L-H-S, he too was seen as a beacon of friendship to those who knew him. Jim, who founded the organisation in 2000 and watched it grow to a worldwide membership of nearly 1,700, has become a silent key. His death was announced on the website of the Society on September 7th. The organisation website noted that it was founded in part to honour the heritage of lighthouses and lightships, but also to recognise lighthouse keepers as maritime heroes. Jim had been a licensed TAM since 1954. In an online tribute on the Society website, John KX4O, to whom Jim had passed the baton, wrote, quote, Jim's friends are numerous, and many continue to help me fulfil his goals of the ARLHS. So, in a very real way, Jim lives on in all of us as we continue to make ARLHS what it is today. Jim Weedner, who died on the 1st of September, was 77. Worldwide Special Interest Group Maritime. Why else to operate on board USS Batfish? A group of YLs plans to honour two submarines lost in World War II and is looking for even more YLs to join them. The USS Batfish Amateur Radio Club is getting ready to welcome a group of YLs on board the submarine in Oklahoma to call CQ as WW2SUB. In October, these YLs will be honouring the USS Wahoo and the USS Dorado, which are among the 52 US submarines lost during the Second World War. The lost subs are being honoured by the Batfishers Amateur Club. The YLs will be operating from October 12th through to the 14th, even sleeping on board and experiencing life on the submarine, which now houses an exhibit that honours military veterans and is permanently kept in Muskogee, Oklahoma's War Memorial Park. The Wiles aren't just looking for contacts and Curacao cards, they're also in search of other Wiles who would like to join them on the air. Michelle Kerry, W5MQC, said that any Wiles who wants to join the operation that weekend should send an email to her on w5mqc at yahoo.com. Michelle said that the Wiles will most likely be operating on 20 and 40 metres, mostly SSB, according to club trustee Wade Harris, KF5IF. Although Wiles have operated from the Batfish before, this is the first time for a group of Wiles to do so as a formal event. The weekend operation has been done under the auspices of the Young Ladies Radio League, the YLRL, where Michelle is District 5 rep, but any YL can participate regardless of whether she is a member of the league or not. Michelle also noted that any YL who does not yet have her licence but is interested in experiencing what it's like to be on the air can also stop by and receive some guidance from a licensee. She called the USS Batfish Weekend Operation a unique opportunity for us to come together and help each other out while calling CQ and honouring those lost during World War II. For more information about the Batfish Radio Club, visit their website at www.sub.org. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Radio Amateur Young Timers Antenna gives boost to fledgling DXs in UK. Young members of an amateur radio club at one school in the UK just got the gift of DX, as Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, told in a story filed to AR Newsline. 
If some of the students at Sandringham School in St Albans, Hertfordshire, seem to be disappearing at lunchtime or after school, it's probable you'll find them in the first-floor room that houses the school's amateur radio club station M0SCY. At this secondary school for high achievers, these particular youngsters are looking for particularly high marks, not just in academics but also in DXing. Members of the Sandringham School's Amateur Radio Club, now in its second year, they recently helped assemble and install a tri-band beam antenna that had been donated by the school's headmaster, Alan Gray, G4DJX. They wasted no time setting themselves up for their next assignment, the challenge of completing DXCC by the end of the year. Alan noted that this won't just be a ham radio achievement for the youngsters, but with a nearby map, a geography lesson as well. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Special interest groups, summits on the air. It's a date, November 4. This is the day set aside for the VK1 SOTA 6 metres, 2 metres and 70 centimetres VHF UHF summit to summit party. Special interest groups, VHF and above. The plumber's delight. Moon bounce on a dipole. On Saturday the 8th of September, the SXDX group achieved a world first by making a moon bounce EME contact using nothing more than a dipole. The contact on 432 MHz was with Superstation DL7APV, Burns 128x11 element Yagi Array. 128x11. The antenna was a DG7YBN blade dipole. This was, in fact, the GTV2 two-element Yagi with its reflector taken out, leaving just its dipole. This has been Bruce, VK3 Triple F. Clubbing around VK and in VK1, the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club have a very special, special guest speaker, September 26. That's Wednesday. They welcome Roger Harrison, Victor Kilo 2, Zulu Romeo Hotel, who will explain the haunts and habits of sporadic E ionisation and propagation and how to exploit it on all bands from 40 metres to 2 metres throughout the year. In recent times, the textbooks have been rewritten with new understanding of the causes of sporadic E. Doors open 7.30 September 26 at the Red Hill Scout Hall, Red Hill, for Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. VK2, the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club run lectures the third Saturday of every month. Recently, they've been lectured on the GPS system, thanks to Dave, VK2KFU, and on radiation hazards by Alan, VK2EFM. A foundation training and assessment day was held yesterday, the 22nd, so it's a big hi to our newbies. All meetings of the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club are held at the club rooms in Dandaloo Street, Carryong, at 1pm, preceded by the famous, or is that the infamous, Sausage Sizzle, run by Steve, VK2KSC, at noon. The club rooms are accessible by bus, serviced by Route 34 from Gosford Railway Station every hour. The club rooms are usually open from 10.30 every Saturday for general chit-chat and access to the club workshop and the library. More information on the social platforms, try ccarc.org.au. In VK4, the annual general meeting of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club will be happening Sunday, November 25. Hope you do, you say, but wait... What's that delicious smell you can detect from the future? It's pancake breakfast from 7 to 8.30am, cooked up by the Iron Faraday Cage chefs to kickstart the AGM. So where do you go? Rossiter Park. That's Area 2 of Rossiter Park, Aitkenvale, and it's via Kimball Street. 
AGM agenda and proxy forms were published in September and October's 2018 backscatters. Written nominations for positions needed to be tendered no later than the 25th of October 2018, as these do need to be displayed in the club rooms no less than a month prior to the AGM. Now please advise your attendance numbers no later than Tuesday the 20th of November social meeting for catering purposes, or else you'll go hungry and the pancake craving, well, that's not going to cease. Now to VK3. Hi, this is Craig, VK3 WAR, on behalf of the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group. Come visit the beautiful Yarra Valley. Wineries, ballooning, breweries, farm gate produce, beautiful gardens for picnics, historic homesteads, and even a chocolate factory. These are just a few attractions in this pristine area. We as a group also have an attraction on Sunday the 14th of October. It's the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group Hamfest. You'll find it at the Gary Cooper Pavilion in Yarra Glen. Doors open at 10am. Entrance fee of $7. For table bookings, phone Colin, VK3CNW, on 0423-535-988. See you there on Sunday the 14th of October around the barbecue and grab a snag. A quick look at the social scene in briefs, September 21 to 23, that's this weekend. VK4, it's the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM. September 28 to October 1 in VK4, it's the Cardwell Gathering. October 14, VK3 Yarra Valley. October 28, VK3 Ballarat's Hamfest. November 11, VK5 Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. November 17 in VK7, the VK7 Hamfest Miena Community Centre. And November 18, VK3, the Rosebud Radio Fest. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.